What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Log On Games podcast for March the 4th. I have it wrong in the notes. I apologize. It's not February anymore. We are now in March. I live in Atlanta. It is 80 degrees today. Oh, it's wow. almost spring. It's very hot outside. I took a little trip to go pick up something and had the windows down. Music blast, and it was a good day. It was nice. And I'm like, man. And then I looked at the weather. It's like, what's it going to be like next week? Rainy and cold again. Well, dang it. At least we got one day. I like, I, yeah, I like when it's consistent. I don't like when it's just like up and down all the time. So, well, well, you're in New York. Is it, is it, what's it like up there? So it, freaking it, cold? it feels like spring during the day and then it's like freezing at night. And then like, <laughs> it's just like, man, like I'm, 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 I'm up north. So I want it to just be like, just give me my winter and then spring can yeah. come. But I guess yeah. we're pushing into spring. I think we're a couple of weeks away. So it makes sense, I guess. Well, we have an episode for you today. Uh, we had new Pokemon games announced, people. Brand spanking new open world Pokemon games. And let me tell you, it, they've, they've, they got some names and they got some starters, that's all I'll say. Um, and then obviously it's just me and Andrew. So we have to talk about the Witch Queen because I was not here last <laughs> week. And Andrew wasn't on the podcast last week, both when Elden Ring and the Witch Queen came out. Same week. So, so we got we got some talking to do on that. Um, and then we have a giveaway. We have a bunch of other stuff coming up. So definitely stay tuned to this episode um, with me today, as I just said. Andrew, I don't know if you've seen the podcast in the last couple of weeks or know that I have this. But Oh, I heard. I heard. I heard about this. I heard about this. <laughs> That's so awesome. We have, you can find him at Brown underscore Berserker. We have Andrew on the podcast with us today. Yeah, I actually, okay, so I'm not going to lie. That was, I'll, that was way more high pitched. I thought it was going to be like, dong, not yeah, ding. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's super canny, so. That's cute. I like that. <laughs> that is cute. Um, also sounds way better on the actual recording. Because oh, okay. We, we did it the first time. It was like piercing oh wow but then on the recording it just sounds like you know it's supposed to sound the magic of technology that's funny my my mom sent it to me for a valentine's day really that's random that's cool (laughs) (laughs) my mom sent me a desk gong for valentine's yeah it's like chocolates i'd ever say in my life yeah chocolates gong like (laughs) what a spectrum what a spectrum all right well let's get to it um we want to welcome everybody to the Log On Games podcast. This is a weekly show in which our hosts discuss a variety of gaming news topics from new games, big announcements, events, and more. New episodes upload every Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, wherever you want to stream your podcast at. And we are also in video format on YouTube.com. So you can see the desk. It's, it's a sight to behold. It is. Now. We have a giveaway coming up, um, and they, I'm, the drawing will be on March 17th. And what we have here, Andrew, in my hands, is an Xbox Series S. So, you know what? We're a small podcast. I was like, what's the smallest next-gen console we can get? A Series S. <laughs> so no, no, yeah, but let's take a step back. That is that is a fantastic Game Pass machine. It's 4K. Oh it's... It, it's awesome it's an awesome box of entertainment man and it's it's very random to me because um i follow a lot of youtubers most a lot of twitch streamers most of which play on pc it's so shocking to me how many youtubers and twitch streamers have this giant gaming pc but then they have a series s and that's like the two things that they play with i'm just Mm -hmm. like why would you have series s if you have gigantic gaming machine but some people just like it. I, I I follow one guy that was doing a PC build. He was like had the S in the background. He's like, that's what I use for like sports games. So I'll play like Madden and NBA and stuff on that. And I was like, okay, sure. But anyways, we have a Series S we are giving away. We are drawing for this bad boy 
on March 17th, which is a Thursday, because we record on Thursday, so I want to have the winner before we record that episode, basically. So, um, for those of you unaware, Series S, everything that the Series X is, except for you're not going to get 4K60 basically on every game. It's going to run the games the same. It's not going to look the same. So you're still going to get your 60 frames on pretty much everything. Uh, but some games are 1080p. Some games are 1440p. A lot of you hardcore gamers out there, Andrew, maybe you're one of these, probably just have a 1440p monitor. So that's what uh, a lot of people do. Yeah, actually don't they even... Want... I think I'm 1080, to be honest. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> um, but still, I think some stuff is 4K. Like if you're streaming Netflix or HBO Max, stuff mm-hmm. like that, it'll do 4K. Um, some games you can do 4K 30 frames on, I think. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But the 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 gist is you're going to get, if you're playing Halo, if you're playing your Sea of Thieves, your Forza, whatever, you're going to get that 60 frames. And you're going to get the same loading times and all that grand stuff. Um, and yeah, like, like Andrew said, Game Pass Machine. So if you're a PlayStation player, if you're a PC player, but you know what? I want to, I want to, that Game Pass Machine. Here you go. Now it's your chance. And it'll be going to one of you. Now, how do you get this, say ye? Say ye. <laughs> that was terrible because I, I didn't take the thing off the thing. Anyway, <laughs> there's really only two ways. I know what we've done in the past is like share a post or a retweet or whatever, but you can basically get two entries and it's just going to be a random drawing. So I'll either do some sort of random machine thing uh, or I'll just talk to Siri, which is what I normally do. We just I just ask Siri for a number. And we go from there. Um, but two two ways to enter for this. One, you can join our Discord channel. Everybody that's already in our Discord channel and everybody that joins by March 17th will be available to win. Um, so if you are listening to this and want to get in on it, you can find us at Logon Games basically anywhere. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever. In our bio, we have a little link tree, and I'll probably post it in... Uh, all of our posts leading up for this giveaway. Um, and we have a little discord tab and you can tap on that and join our discord channel. Um, so we are trying to build up our discord community so we can do some game nights and all that kind of stuff. So definitely come in there. I know you want to win the, the console, but you can also find people to play games with. I mean, me and Andrew need some destiny people. You know what I mean? By the time <laughs> I get back in town on Monday, everybody will already have done the raid. So I'm going to need some people to do the raid with. So definitely join our Discord (laughs) and get in on that. The second way is to simply subscribe to our YouTube channel. We are Logon Games over on YouTube. Um, If you've already subscribed, same thing as Discord. If you've already subscribed or any new subscribers we get by March 17th is all entered to win. So makes life a lot easier on me. If you're like a Marty in both, then you're already entered to win. So if you don't win, it's Siri's fault. You can blame Apple. You can make sure their stocks plummet. That's the best I can, we can do for that. So <laughs> join our Discord. Subscribe to us on YouTube. That'll be your two entries. If you only do one, if you're only on Discord and you don't want to subscribe on YouTube because you hate our faces so much, that's fine. You'll still have an entry uh, into the winning. And then we will draw March 17th. So I can try and make sure I have a winner because I know some people already have consoles. I know one person that was like, I was talking to about this. And he's like, well, I already have one. So if I win, just give it to somebody else. So I will make sure we actually have a, a full-on winner so we can announce it on the podcast cool. on March 18th. Andrew, do you want this Series X? I'll give it to you right now. Hey, man, the more media boxes I have in my home, the better. <laughs> I got one in each room. Deck? <laughs> what about that Steam Deck? You want, you want one of those Steam Decks? Uh, I'm waiting on my email to purchase it. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm on the waiting list. Well, there you go. Well, I'm going to move this out my desk. I'm going to put it over here. Next to the desk gong. Know what I mean? <laughs> um, all right. Well, I just tackled my desk. So, again, you can follow us at Logon Games for all that stuff. And also, if you want to get your questions and comments and all that stuff, blah, 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 blah. But let's get into the news from this week. I'm reading this from NintendoLife.com. It's everything we know so far about Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. The new Pokemon games that were just announced, Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet, 
new entries in the long-running Pokemon series. It appears to be Generation 9, and it will be ar- ar- arriving later this year on Nintendo Switch. Uh, unlike spinoff Pokemon Legends Arceus, Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet reverts back to the series' practice of offering two versions of the base game. That means it's almost inevitable you won't be able to get every Pokemon just using one version. It's also been confirmed that the outfit of your character, your outfit your character wears varies depending on which version you're playing. Interesting. Which is weird because like in Legends Arceus, you get like, like you can change your outfit all over the place. Mm-hmm. More you, if you do your little side missions for your little uh, tailor person, then she's like, I want to be inspired. I don't know if y'all play this spoiler alert for the clothing and <laughs> I want to be inspired. Go find these two Pokemon that will inspire me. And then you you do it, and she's like, oh, here's new clothes for you. That's fun. Thank you so much. Um, various towns blend seamlessly into the wilderness with no borders, adds the Pokemon Company, which means this will most certainly be an open-world adventure. You'll be able to see Pokemon of this region in the skies and the seas, in the forest, on the streets, and all over. You'll be able to experience the true joy of the Pokemon series battling against wild Pokemon in order to catch them, now in an open world game that players of any age can enjoy. Although it has not been confirmed just yet, uh, it's looking likely that the full Pokedex won't be present, Present, as highlighted by Sarabi.net, however you want to say it. It looks like players will only be able to add specific pocket monsters to these games via the Pokemon Home app. Uh, this suggests not all Pokemon will be coded into the next Nintendo Switch series, which makes sense because there's like eight after this, there's probably like over a thousand Pokemon. Oh, for um, sure. While this news isn't part- particularly surprising, it may upset some trainers who were hoping to be able to catch them all to complete the National Pokedex. Um, there are now more than 900 Pocket Monsters as of 2022, which means Game Freak is likely to cherry pick certain certain Mon more uh, and more from here on out. Andrew, what was your initial reaction to? New Pokemon games. Um, it, just a lot of questions. Um, what is it doing different than Sword and Shield and Arceus? Um, I, I, the, honestly, I texted my friend, and the first thing I said was, "The world still looks empty." <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, like you know, Arceus, I think, um, added a, a another layer to its combat. And I think that gave it some change. I actually heard, I have not played the game yet. I'm guilty, but mm-hmm. I've heard that that game is actually more difficult than Sword and Shield and any of the recent ones. So my Correct. number one question is like, what is this game doing different than the other ones? Or are we getting the same old, same old? Um, as far as the setting goes and everything that I've seen in the trail, trail, sorry, trailer, RCS kind of is, is more down my alley. But like, yeah, mm-hmm. what's your what's your thoughts on the uh, this review? Um, First thought, too soon. <laughs> I was okay. like, another okay. open world game, like in the same year that the first open world game came out. Okay, like, see, I didn't know if you meant like too soon, as in it's coming out too soon, or it was revealed too early. Coming out too soon. Coming out too soon. Okay. If it makes the, because I said late 2022, which is probably like okay. traditionally like mid November is when these games okay. come out. Yeah, I'll agree um, with you on that for sure. But still, it's like you would think you would want Legends Arceus out there mm-hmm. and gain, gain feedback and see what works and what doesn't work for the public, and then you can go in there. But now I, I feel like maybe these games were like being made on top of each other, kind of thing. Where it's like I can see that they're yep. making them both at the same time, so that's just the way it is. Um, but I mean, I'm a Pokemon guy, Andrew. I don't know if you know this about me, Pokemon guy. I think I know that. <laughs> uh i mean we got i mean we got mewtwo right here you know what i mean that's really cool he's a big boy he's that's really cool very reflective on the video but he's a big boy so let me let me ask you this was arceus truly open world or was it like you load into zones and regions how, how did all that work um both Oh, okay. You load into okay. zones and regions, but it's like... It's not Breath of the Wild. That's what I mean. Like It is Breath of the Wild once you load into the zone or region. But it's not okay. as... You know, obviously it's not as 
big as the Breath gotcha. of the Wild map because Breath of the Wild is like completely open world. Yeah. But this is like, I think there's maybe like five zones or something because you have like a snowy one and then you have like a marshy one and then like a forest one, et cetera. Okay. Et cetera. And so, and then at night, you know, depending on the time of day, depends on like what Pokemon are in certain areas. But yeah, it's like you have your town hub or whatever, and then you go talk to this guy when you want to leave. And you're like, what region do you want to go to or whatever? And there's like, you pick one of the five ones. And then once you load in, it is open world. So you can climb, fly, find tunnels, whatever. Uh, whatever you want to do. Pokemon all over the place. Not as many like secrets and cool things as there are in Breath of the Wild, but there's still some. Okay. Um, and yeah, but I, I love Pokemon Legends Ar- Arceus. It is. I'm assuming you like it more than Sword and Shield. I do personally, yes. Um, I remember playing Sword and Shield and really, really liking the open world stuff, but boy, was it like running at three frames a second. Oh, yeah. Super dumb. And I played it co-op with a friend of mine because it was like, they had like those Pokemon Go kind of type raid things. Yeah. And you could do those with friends, and we did those all the time, and it was real fun. So if there's one thing that I'm hoping... For Scarlet and Violet is that we have some more of that. Because the one thing that I don't like about Legends Arceus is like you can't battle friends like at all. Like you can trade online randomly with people, but well, I guess you can trade with your friends too, because I've done that. But like I can't go out, I can't just like take somebody and be like, let's freaking battle right now. It's just not possible. Um but yeah, I'm I'm stoked for these. We have the three starters here. And I'm going to try and say these names right. <laughs> we have the grass Pokemon. Brigatito. That's what it looks like to me. We have the fire Pokemon. Fukoko. Fuecoco. <laughs> <laughs> and we have the water Pokemon, Quaxley. I don't know if you're looking at this image right now. And you know me, I'm a big cat guy. I have never not picked the fire Pokemon in any Pokemon game I've ever Okay, bro. So you, see, this is so funny. You have the podcast with both Andrews and we're yep. syncing. Because I was literally word for word about to say, <laughs> I would always go for fire, but I'm a cat guy. <laughs> I, 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 I have, I'd have to change. I'd have to change my, uh, my rules, man, <laughs> for the cat. I am... Hold on a second. I am live right now on the Log On Games podcast, and I'm being interrupted by Tanner Hendon, who has been on the podcast Wait, before. Now? Why are you live right now? Well, because this is when we record. So, what do you what do you want? Everyone can hear you. What's up, guys? <laughs> Who's who today? Uh, we're talking about Pokemon right now. Dude, Andrew was telling me it's pretty sick. It is. It, it looks. We're talking about the three starters. Are you? Which one are you going for? Are you going for fire, water, or grass? Um, I'd go for fire because it's fire and it's metal. That's true. <laughs> it's metal. <laughs> That's true. Um, I can call you back in like 30 minutes. That's cool. <laughs> All right. I love you, Daddy. I love you, Daddy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we're, we're all about content here at Lion Games. You know what I mean? Premium content you won't get anywhere else. And that's, So funny. That's just the way it is. Um, but yeah, you were, you were saying, I mean, that, this cat Pokemon, it looks, it looks baller. Now, the real question that I have, what are they going to look like in their final forms? That's the, that's the, the kicker mm-hmm. because as cute as these starters are, and they always are, they, they're definitely going to be the plushies. You're going to go to the Nintendo store in New York city because you're big time baller. And you're going to have cash just hanging out of your pockets, Andrew, when you walk in there. And people are going to be like, oh my gosh, here he is. We got to sell him something. So they're going to bring these plushies to you. And, you know, there's going to be these three. We all know this. But when you're in the game, you have this Pokemon for like until like level 12 or 13, whatever it's going to be. And then yeah. gone forever. So what do the final forms look like? The fire Pokemon looks fire in final form. And this cat, grass cat looks like an overweight calico. I don't know. <laughs> then, you know, we'll, we'll be, we'll be talking about something else. 
but uh I mean, isn't there, is there any world where this thing turns out to be like a lion with a mane made of leaves? Yes. <laughs> I can picture that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely there is. And there's definitely a uh, a world where they're all standing up because that seems to be the theme. It's like, let's have Oh, yeah, really that's right. On. And then that's at the right. final form, for some reason, it doesn't even need to be on four legs anymore. It can just stand up and fly away. It grows wings <laughs> or something weird. <laughs> um. At least we're on the same page. We're definitely not picking the duck. No, I, I mean, I'll have to admit from a design standpoint, it's cute. I get it's cute, but no, I would never pick that duck. <laughs> I would not. <laughs> Agreed. And that, unless they, they shock us, the final form comes out and it's like the coolest thing you've ever seen. You probably. watch that's going to happen. You watch. But, uh, <clears throat> but I digress. But yeah, exciting stuff. I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm a big Pokemon guy. I wish that this game was coming out spring of like 23. So they had time to really like take feedback from the open world and legends and fix some things and add some things and, and be cool. Cause like Pokemon games are always same old, same old. That's just the way it has been since, since the dawn of time. And then they have their offspring weird games that they do. But for the core Pokemon games, it's like collect your badges, catch Pokemon, whatever. And Let's Go came out and the Pokemon were out and about. And they were like, people like, that's cool. And then now Legends is out. We get some open worldness. And now this game's out. It seems to be the culmination of everything. You're going to have your, it looks like you're going to have your eight badges, but it's also going to be open world and it's going to be a good time. But my question is, is this going to be the new same old, same old? Like it's the next five Pokemon games just going to be basically what we're going to get from Scarlet and Violet or yeah. will we ever get voice acting and some cutscenes and a story and it and difficulties and stuff like that, that, that people want. I mean, like, so I'm not asking for like realistic graphics or anything like that, but as far as like the next gen of Pokemon, like, like you said, mm -hmm. like, I think as long as it's on the switch, it's just going to look like this. It's limitations are going to be its limitations. I'm, I want to see, I want to see the series change. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. want to see it evolve. I want to see the world's like bigger, more detailed, full of more life, you know? So like at this point, like now that you've seen the next gen of like Pokemon, are you, are you, you're obviously still excited to play a new Pokemon game because of the new settings and the uh, Pokemon, but like what, what more would you want out of these games coming from future titles? You know, when you played like, jrpg games even on like the freaking like ds and yeah some on switch where it's like like fire emblems or any any jrpg really and you have like the anime cutscenes every once in a while you know this is yeah. a big story point big time anime cutscene that's what i want from pokemon i mean pokemon's an anime anyway how hard is it to just have some anime cutscenes like at the end of the game when the legendary pokemon comes out why should why is that not a big time like, okay so you anime? want like really flashy cutscenes for uh and i want some voice acting you know what i mean just okay. a little bit just a little bit you know the main the side characters and people you talk to when you running around the forest and someone's like oh i'm gonna fight you now because i see you I, I don't care about that but like you know there's always like you have your best your little group of best friends and the professor and then like the big baddie from team rocket or whatever it's going to be i feel like those needs to have some voice acting in there make it fun make it make it pokemon make it like the whole pokemon's the number one most popular ip of all time so let's freaking make it that way you know what i mean let's go balls to the wall but like you said maybe it is just the switch maybe it's just not powerful enough i don't know like for me imagine Imagine a new Pokemon game, but it's like with the Monster Hunter World engine. Like, yeah, like that'd be insane. Like, I'm yeah. not asking to like hack and slash Pokemon, but like that world and and the Pokemon's like actually the art style and stuff of the Pokemon have evolved and changed. I don't. I mean, I'm not saying to make it look realistic, but like, yeah, you know, like for all of us that were playing uh, Monster Hunter on our 3ds's and you know our PSPs to see world just it was it was just like mind blowing. Yeah. I want to see Pokemon do that, personally. Also think of, like, a Nino Cooney. I don't know if you ever played those games. Oh, I love that game. I've played the first game. I love How the there's, game. like, 
you know, the as far as like visuals go, voice acting, yeah. cutscenes, stuff like that, like kind of merge those worlds together, you know. Okay. Um, okay. Realistically, though, <laughs> what we're gonna get from this specific game, I'm just hoping we have some like they always kind of throw in some little extra stuff, and I hope that it works. Like you know, they'll do uh, past games have had like casinos, which is really fun. Okay. Past games have had like. The competitions where it's like, you know, you put your Pokemon in the competition or whatever, and you can do it against other people and whatever. So you are, are you seeing more borderline, thing. like almost like mini games doing, doing sure. other stuff besides catching and sure. fighting? Okay. Yeah. And then I want to be able to trade and battle, which they did a pretty good job of in Sword and Shield, I'll say. Like they had seasons and rankings and the stuff you would get from normal games and sort and shield when it comes to like battling people online, which I thought was really cool. But I also thought they kind of didn't like market it almost like at all. Where it's like, this is the battling system we're going to do for like our esports thing, but we're not really going to talk about it at all. And I feel like, why not? Like freaking let's go. Yeah. I think there should be like a stadium and it's strictly for like PVP and there's a casual and a ranked and they could do yeah. like uh once a month tournaments or something. I think that'd be really cool. It'd be sick. Be sick. Um, as far as the Pokedex stuff that was in here, obviously there's too many Pokemon, which I really like because back in the day when they would have a new gen, like here's 150 brand new Pokemon. You're like, oh my gosh, like I don't want to learn. There's 900 Pokemon. I probably have, can name maybe 200 of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I can name all the original 150. I would say half of them. I can probably be like, yes, I've had them on my team. I like them something. And then there's probably half the Pokemon you're just like, they either suck, I don't I wish they didn't exist, or I have no idea who they are. So I like this style, which they've done, they kind of did it in Sword and Shield as well. But um, Man, it's it's I, all new for me. I've only played Blue and Moon. That's it. <laughs> get your like make like 30 to 40, 30 to 50 brand new Pokemon, and then just put all the people's favorites in there. I was going to ask you that. Why Why is it a big deal for people's favorites to keep returning if they keep using the same ones over and over again? Why is that? Because they're our favorites, man. Okay. Like, if I get in a Pokemon game and I can't, and there's no, like, oh, guess what? Abra's not in this game. Well, I'm going to riot. Guess what? No, no Ghastly. Sorry, no Gengar for you guys. Not this time. Bullcrap. Put it in the game. It Tell wouldn't Pokemon be fun Violet to, like, just learn new Pokemon and their abilities? Yeah, if, if people liked them. But what are you going to do? Put Georgie Sporty in the game and be like, oh, I, don't I guess, <laughs> I guess, Sophie the- Tail Jenkins <laughs> in there when no one wants him. Well, I guess I'm looking at it like a traditional RPG. Every Final Fantasy has a new set of characters. All the Tales games has new characters. So, like, for me, like, I, if it was my world, I think each Pokemon should have a new collection of, yeah. of Pokemon. But I, I, I can understand where you're coming from for sure. There's definitely. There's some some that I feel like need to be in every game, but then like when you're talking about like Geodude and Machops and stuff like that, like you don't have to have those in every game. Gotcha. You can change those up if you want to. The real question, I don't know if you've been on on Twitter at all. It's blowing up, blowing up, I should say. I've seen like two tweets about it. Is there going to be a new evolution in this this game? Are we going to get another? Because the last one we got was Sylveon. Everybody loves it. Fairy type. Are we going to get a rock version? Are we going to get a dragon version? Do I dare I say? What are we going to get? Are we going to do evolution? I hope so. I hope so. That's all I'll say about that. I'll stop talking about Pokemon. Because I could do a whole Pokemon podcast. <laughs> um, last week, a couple games came out. couple Real games. small. Didn't have anybody pre-order it. No one really talks about it. Uh, Elden Ring and Destiny the Witch Queen. Before we get into Destiny, what what are Elden Ring? They talked about it on last week's podcast. We weren't here. Tens, perfect scores out the get go. People yep. were freaking freaking their lids. Yep. They're they woke up. They had pissed themselves. They didn't know why, <laughs> and they got on. They got on Metacritic, saw that it was at a ninety seven, and they're like, "That's why I pissed myself." Everybody loves it. You've played yep. a little bit of it. What are your thoughts? Uh, so I have eight hours 
I'm eight hours in. I've uh, played at launch. Eight hours only. I'm declaring this to be the greatest open world game I've ever played in my entire life. Oh my goodness. He said it. He said it. And 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 you're this is coming from someone that I've at one point I believed Breath of the Wild was the greatest open world game I've ever seen. The reason Elden Ring does it better because literally it is way bigger than you think. I mean, way bigger than you think. And the amount of surprises around every corner is mind blowing. I can't stress that enough. It's mind blowing. I've heard it can be easier. I heard there's a lot of co-op. Is there co-op throughout the whole game or is it just like boss battles? So here's the problem. Here's the problem with that. Co-op is actually harder than playing it solo because what happens is the, the, what the health bars on the bosses are even greater. So it's harder to, to like windle them down. So I've actually heard it's easier solo and using your summoning spirits to assist you in, in battle is a lot easier to be honest. But would it be more fun to do it? Oh, I prefer it. So like, yeah, my buddies and I, like three man bosses and it was, it was a lot of fun. I loved it. <laughs> and the, the summons are like, they're at the boss battles and it's just like, I need help. Help me. So some fights, and this goes way back to like Dark Souls, uh, some boss fights would actually have a like seal on the ground or something that says, would you like to summon so-and-so to help you? And this is just an NPC. In mm-hmm. Elden Ring, you're actually collecting uh, various summons that you have on you, and you can swap out in and out. You can only use one summon at a time, but like you know, I can have a pack of wolves come out with me. I can have uh, this troll come out with me. You're collecting different ones as you progress through the story, and you can use different summons on different fights. So, there's never been like this. This is not my type of game per se, uh, but man. When it's getting 97 on Metacritic, I feel like at some point I got to try this game. So I, I said this to my buddy too. Like I have another uh, friend of mine that doesn't play the Souls game. Just getting lost in that world and adventuring and getting on your horse and just like you see mm-hmm. something in the distance and you go there and you discover something cool. Like that's just enough to buy the game, honestly. Like even if you didn't do the story, like it's such a beautiful world and the secrets and stuff in there are so, I can't tell you how many times in eight hours I was like, oh my God, wow, wow. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. What is that? Like just, it, dude, it's, I, it's, it's incredible. It's Christmas. So <laughs> Christmas is, the game. <laughs> is the entire game, like if I had the game and I had a friend that had the game, could we play the entire game co-op, like exploring and everything, or is it just the battles? So it's part of the lore, but when you summon... So say I invite you into my game and we fight a boss, you're going to still have to fight that boss in your own world. Yeah, That's the only problem. So when my buddies and I did it, it was three of us, we had to fight the same boss three times. Yes, technically, you could go through the whole game at the same time, but what happens is when you beat a boss... Uh, you get summoned back to your world. And when your buddy progresses to whatever next point in the story, he can re-summon you back in. So, gotcha. Yep. Cool. So you're excited to play more, I assume. Uh, uh, incredibly. Do you think that they are going to do DLCs expansions to this game? Or is this just it? For sure. I, 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 strongly, I strongly believe it. We're going to get a Bloodborne DLC? Hey, I... I haven't seen it, but I've heard there are some sections of that game that look really close to Bloodborne. Interesting. That's what I've heard. Well, I'm excited for it to go on sale one day so I can play it. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, there's a couple games that I'm just waiting to go on sale. Cyberpunk, I played the trial of that game when they had the next-gen update come out. And I was like, you know what? I played like series like 30 minutes, and it was one of those games where I was like, I won't do anything but play this game if I continue any further. So I'm just going to stop now. One day when it's $3, I'm going to pick it up and it's going to be $3 I've ever spent. Because you know it will be. You know it will be in like three months because it's going to come out and be like $15. Oh, sure. I've seen it for, I think, like... The next Maybe generation. Xbox One and, yeah, PS4 for like 10 bucks at some point, mm-hmm. 10 20 bucks. But, yeah, I, I, I've heard the game has kind of been redeemed with the recent update, so... Yeah. Hope to them. Now, the next one that came out, Destiny 2, The Witch Queen. 
And uh, as of today, there was a review in progress that GameSpot put out. Review in progress right now is sitting at a nine. That's out of 10, if you're wondering. Uh, I'm not going to read this whole article, but I'm going to say there are little points at the bottom. So it's the good, excellent, varied campaign that shows some of the best bungee shooter design. Gorgeous new destinations littered with secrets. Weapon crafting and Void 3.0 systems offer all sorts of new customization options. Story brings great elements of deep lore to the forefront. Hive light bearers mix up encounters and are fun to fight. It's only one bad. Story is weakened by struggling to serve both veterans and brand new players. That's what it's everybody's got their own opinions. Yeah. But uh I've done nothing but play this game for probably ten hours a day <laughs> since last Friday. On average. Uh I freaking love it. I'll, I get text from people that are like, hey, let's play this game. And I'm like, Destiny. That's all I, I respond with. <laughs> and then I'll get in a PlayStation party with with people, and they'll be like, what do you want to play? And I was like, I don't care what you play. I'm playing Destiny. <laughs> give me, just give me two weeks, and I'll come back to you guys. <laughs> exactly. In two weeks, I'll I'll come back at some point, maybe. You've played this since since the get-go. How's it been? I mean, uh, if 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 people know me on the the podcast, uh, th- this is my bread and butter. This is this is this is the holy grail for me. Destiny is is life. Uh, they they came swinging and they knocked it out of the park. The campaign, the uh, the weapon crafting, the uh, the new um, the revamp on their new void subclass. Oh man, like yeah. I I think this is the most powerful I have ever felt in that game in my entire what seven six seven years playing this game it's incredible so let's start let's go through uh some of these things that they said in the good um destination we got some we got some new destinations here because not only is did the witch queen expansion came out but it's also a new season so we have content like for those of you unaware every time there's a new season we usually get some sort of new event thing some quests news kind of story elements stuff like that so like all this happened at one time so it's like it makes it even bigger um how are you feeling about the new main destination i should say uh the uh, throne world savathun's throne, throne world, world. Yeah. uh the art team is incredible i mean every every which angle like the swamps the actual like throne or whatever yeah we, like the castle the area. fancy palace yeah, yeah. castle <laughs> area like I man and and I can only imagine how many secrets and areas we haven't discovered yet but no the art yeah. team wow fantastic job fantastic yep. job every time I play through that through Destiny since I've had uh the next gen version on consoles it's just like my god <laughs> like the, the, I agree the art team is just on a different level and it's yeah. insane it's absolutely ridiculous the kind of stuff that they do Dude, the cutscenes yeah. in that campaign were like, whoa. It, um, it made whoa. me so happy. I, I think it, it has to do with, they delayed it, obviously, so they could make it what it is now. But you think of back on the past DLCs we got when they were under Activision, and it was like all in-game cutscenes, and I was just like, that's fine, I guess I get to see what my ghost is and whatever. Yeah. But yeah, the way that this opens up with, I was like, this is what we want. Like it, like man, it gave me. I don't like Star Wars, and I have not watched The Mandalorian except for like TikToks and stuff. But that's the vibe <laughs> I got when watching these cutscenes. I was like, this looks Star Warsy to me, which I'm fine with because I love Destiny and I understand it. Star Wars sucks. We all know that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they did. You know, when Sony said we're buying Bungie, they said, you know what, we're gonna do some TV shows, movies. We want this to be a big a big deal. So seeing that cutscene, I was like, you know what? This can't be a big deal. And this campaign, a lot easier to understand than some past campaign. Yes. yes. The lore, a lot easier to understand than past lore. Um, if you're a longtime Destiny player, you've been playing since launch and you've played every piece of content they've had, a lot of uh, fixed and or ties to things that have happened a long time yes. ago. Um, what, were your, what were your thoughts on the campaign? First of all, story-wise. 
story-wise. Um, like you said, it's incredible. Like I remember when we beat Destiny 1 into Destiny 2 and we had all these questions. The the narrative team, once again, their team, just slaying it. Yeah. Like you, they're tying up threads that we were... This campaign story ties all the way back to Destiny 1, which is insane. Yeah. And like, like you said, with Sony buying them, like, the potential for with with all the lore and the characters like tv shows and movies books all that stuff like the the yeah so going back to the campaign sorry i thought it was really uh well told and it was really easy to understand for sure and it was really cool and there was a lot of uh beats that we came across that uh fans would find very nostalgic going through and seeing again and hearing gameplay wise however you feel in the campaign cuz so we got normal and we got legendary which is very welcome. It's almost like the Halo days, where it's like, what do you want to play on? Yeah. You want to play Legendary? You want to play Heroic? You want to play Normal? Whatever. Uh, what were your thoughts on on that? Uh, the the so obviously, like I, I told my friends, I'm like, I'm I'm going Legendary. I was like, you guys can play Normal. I'm going Legendary. But I had two guys that we went front to back Legendary from launch. Um, it was challenging, but not too challenging. Uh, I thought it was a lot of fun. I didn't find it frustrating. Um, it was just the right amount of difficulty. Funny enough, and this applies also to our conversation with Elden Ring, I think it's easier solo than it is three-man because we noticed how the regular uh, ads, the regular enemies, the red bars, were actually taking longer to take down in a fire team of three versus one. So Interesting. Yep. So I played through the campaign on regular by myself. What, like, First thing I got home I was like, I'm not doing anything until I finish this campaign. Finished it. Fantastic. Um, and then I found out it's like, oh, you can get once I started getting to where like I need to start leveling up. And they're like, well, if you do legendary campaign, you get 15, 20 gear set. And I was like, well, that seems to be the best thing to do <laughs> at this point. And so I did play it with other people, but I used the Destiny app. And just went to like the campaign tab and there's like a bajillion people doing like every mission all the time. Yeah. So su- it was super easy. I always found somebody within like two minutes. Got in there. Every campaign mission for me was super easy until the last one. With oh, yeah. Three people. The last, the last mission was tough. Ridiculous. It, it was it was basically a raid boss for three people. It was, it was nice. Because it's been a long time since I've had that challenge. Because I haven't done a raid in quite in quite a a skinny minute. I was yeah. like, oh, let's freaking go. Um, and then I watched the video of like how to cheese it. And then by the time I saw that, they had already patched it. So it didn't matter anyway. Ooh, but you know uh, something I don't know. Cause I ran through it twice without knowing that. So apparently there was a point when it came out that, you know, the thread counter, like you yes. go, you kill the witch or whatever and you get thread cutter, whatever times three. Yes. And then you can yes. do damage. Apparently, you could just do times two. You just kill two of them. Oh, that's how my buddy soloed it. And then you could just kill. But when we did it, we were doing that, but then it like still cycled. So Interesting. we couldn't just do like we did times two, but then eventually it just cycled again and the witches spawned again and all that kind gotcha. of stuff. So it's like, well, that's not going to work. So let's just, let's just do it regular. And then. I got on one team that uh, was bad, I should say. But then my second team, we we freaking we got like halfway the first time, like every I think we did maybe four or five times every time we got a little bit better, and then the last time we just killed it. So, what's bad. funny about the uh, the last mission or the ending was there was probably at least two different times I thought we were done, and then we kept going, and I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, I haven't really touched weapon crafting. I crafted a void rocket launcher last night, and that was like the first time I'd really done anything. Um, what's your experience been so far with weapon crafting? Oh, it's fantastic. I mean, I know that system in and out already, but uh, a lot of people are complaining it's grindy. It's, 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 I don't know. It's, I don't think it's that big a deal, to be honest, but that's just me. I'm a little bit more positive than most people, but basically uh, you get weapon drops in the game and some of them have like a red border around it. When it has a red border around it, you use that weapon enough, you can extract material from it. When you uh, extract the material, you can choose one of two uh, materials to extract. The materials you extract are what you use for certain perks you unlock uh, in the um, mm. crafting thing. 
Uh, so say you craft your, your base level weapon. The more you level up that weapon, the more options you get, the more barrel options, damage perk, reloading perks, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. So, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's that bad. I mean, I think a lot of people are wanting too much at once. Like the game just dropped and they're like, oh, this is grindy. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> this is supposed to last months, guys. Like, it's, yeah. you know. <laughs> I've seen professionals in the this industry talk about that. Like, I can't believe they're putting things that take days or whatever. Like, to me, if I'm, a, I think it's I'm in the same way. Like, it's fantastic. Like, if you are a hardcore of hardcore Destiny player, you're gonna grind anything and everything anyway. If you're one of these players that comes back season to season and plays it, whatever, you have stuff to do for for months, and that's what you want. Like, and then for, for people like me that like to do the grind, but then usually fall off at some point and then come back here and there. Like, I'm really happy that I can sit here and grind a bunch of things. Like you said at the beginning, there's just so much to do. So the fact that there's a quest or there's a weapon or something that won't be as good as it, it that I want it to be or a quest that is going to take days and days. Like, that's great for me. Well, so for it's so there's something for everybody. You know, well, going back into the weapon thing, so like uh, before this whole weapon crafting thing, what we would do in Destiny is we would run an activity. We might be looking for this one specific gun. Say we run this activity for an hour and we get that gun to drop five different times, but it still doesn't drop our god roll. Yeah. Now you have the option to craft that specific roll. So you don't have to craft, but if you want to you know, get that one specific role you want and don't have to worry about the RNG gods you know, giving yeah. you your gun, you can just craft it. Yep. And people complain that it's grindy because you basically have to like level up that weapon. Like you have to use it in order to get the perks that you want. Yes. So it's good that like you can get those perks. If you find a weapon you really like, you're going to use it. Like the Glaive, for example, which I love. It's already at like, I have it at level like 15 or 16 already because I've seen the crap out of it. Nice. And it's really good. And then there's weapons that I will never use ever again. So I don't have to even worry about it. like I'll use them once to maybe get the crafting materials out of yes, them. Yes, yeah, but exactly. I don't have to ever use it. I just I use, get the crafting materials dismantled. I'm never gonna use this guy. And honestly, yeah. it doesn't even take that long to get those materials extracted from the weapon. Honestly, no, it doesn't. It really doesn't. Um, and this is I'm sure through the years, this year, next year, and beyond that they will do have updates to the crafting. Oh, crafting. for sure. For sure. Oh, for sure. Um, and maybe one day, you know, we'll be able to craft every freaking weapon that comes out. I think that's that's where we're we're going to end up. You know, they wanted to start small with a certain selection of a, a weapon pool of weapons that you could craft. And I think, you know, like you said, years down the road, we're going to have like almost every legendary weapon we can craft, you know? Yeah. So maybe we have another Black Armory too. Deals, uh, exactly season or something like that where it's like this whole season is just all these weapons you can craft now something yep. like that um void we got void 3.0 um it is out and it's happening people are loving it but there's still updates to come to the void 3.0 as well as they're not like there's still some more fragments i believe yes. and aspects and stuff like that yes maybe grenades maybe new melees we don't know we'll see we'll see what they give us Oh, you um, haven't got your grenades yet? So all you have to do is... I've gotten is... the grenades. I'm just okay, saying you like got the more. Grenades. Like okay, a got new you. Brand, something brand <laughs> I got you. new. Okay. Uh, how are you feeling on Void so far? So what's funny is Void is my go-to. It's always been my go-to, uh, especially Hunter and Warlock. I'm a Warlock main. Like ever since Destiny 1 into Destiny 2, Void. So when they announced that they were going to revamp the entire subclass and you could like fine tune it and make builds out of it. Oh, I was ecstatic. And (laughs) once again, knocked it out of the park because I feel like insanely powerful, probably the most powerful I've ever felt in that game. So it's really cool. A lot of fun. Yeah, I agree. I'm also a warlock main and Void's probably been the least used that I've, for me. I've always been, I've always been Ark. Okay. Until okay. until the well the for solar came in, and then I was like, yeah. "Screw this! I'm doing okay. the well forever." You're you're a support guy, support yes. guy, nice. And I as well feel very powerful with this with this void setup with the probably some similar build to what you have that I did last night for like three hours and try and figure out 
<laughs> what kind of build I'm going to get since I'm leaving and I need to be raid ready when I come back. Um, and yeah, it's just like I freaking get grenades every two seconds and it's great and it's popping them out. It's refreshing. Like, up well, it's doing all- yeah. It makes me feel like how I felt or how I feel with my solar build with the well, which is like after my super well is over, I'm already like 85% charged. You know what I mean? And it's just like, I can be pumping these things out as yep. often as anybody needs them. And it's great. So super excited to see again, similar to weapon crafting, what we, you know, three months from now, what void 3.0 looks mm-hmm. like. Um, and then getting ready for that arc 3.0, baby, it's coming. And it's going to be a good time. You know, I was driving today thinking about like what I just, I can't imagine what direction they're going to go with that. To be honest, I really, I'm going to be, my favorite part of arc is the ad control aspect. Like Mm -hmm. I know people do the, the, the mega beam, which I do enjoy for like bosses and stuff like that. But I like just being able to walk into a room and just spew out orbs for people and just wipe out the entire room by myself and be like, I can only do that like once. (laughs) <laughs> but it's great when it happens. So here's a question for you. So solar, like, you know, burns, right? Void yeah. suppresses. Do we think that arc is going to stun? That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they could always put, you know, partner with Nintendo, put Pikachu in the game. Oh my gosh. And then you summon a Pikachu with you. You know what I mean? Or a Pikachu launcher. That'd be cool. <laughs> Exotic Pikachu. Pikachu. <laughs> There's full Pikachu. Just no, no, it's just one. You have to go pick him up after you shoot. Him. <laughs> yeah, pick him up and load him back in. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. That's not spoiler. Lurry, the raid's coming up this weekend, March fifth. Right? I think yeah, they said it starts is... at ten Pacific time, so one o'clock Eastern time. So what's funny is, you know, I, I wouldn't say Destiny is an overlooked game, but it's not compared to WoW, Final Fantasy fourteen, Call of Duty, et cetera, et, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. But, but whenever they do their raid races, they are always the number one most viewed thing on Twitch. So this is basically the Super Bowl of gaming this it Saturday. Is. It is. And we I, the tease from the witness at the end, my Oof. good. The art Oof. team again. That's what I was saying. I was like, my God, the art. This dude, that, I, watching that trailer, it didn't even feel like Destiny. I was like, what is this? Well, my <laughs> wife was this? in the room like right when I beat the boss on just normal campaign because I like, whatever. And so the cutscene happened and she was like, what is this? And I was like, well, normally what they do is you beat the campaign boss and then the raid is just the same boss, just bigger. Yeah, <laughs> it's, not, it's, not <laughs> it's like well, you 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 killed it kind of, but now it's it, it basically the old school. It takes your shirt off and it's more powerful kind of kind of deal. And so I was like, I assume that's what they're gonna do for this. And then it wasn't that, and I was like, oh, what is this? And I was like, exactly. Uh, excited for it. Yeah, if you are in it to win it, March the fifth, the raid comes out, one p.m. Eastern time, ten a.m. Pacific time. Get your team together. Be the world's first to ever do it. Andrew, are you going to be world first this time? I want to be. It depends on the rest of my team. But, you know, (laughs) it's a very very hard competition. And honestly, like, I just want my crew to get that first 24-hour emblem. That's that's like my goal. I just want my crew to get through the hardest that raid will be. We like the challenge and, yeah. Would I, I would love Worlds first so I can get the belts, but you know, it's a, it's a, it's there's some stiff competition out there for sure. For so. sure, yeah, I'm the same way. I'm not going to be here. I'm sad. I'm very sad. And I should call Tanner back, the guy that called me earlier in this podcast. He's the reason why I won't be here. So, oh no, um, he hates fun. I don't know what to say, and he hates me. So everybody <laughs> that's listening. I don't know what his Twitter is saying. And I was going to say, go tweet at him. Why do you hate him? <laughs> oh <laughs> if you're still gosh. listening to this podcast, I'm going to, I'm going to find it. Just the way it is. And but honestly, I think if wait. you're, if you're a new player, 
and you're wanting to jump into destiny i think right now i, I know it's cliche everyone's going to be like whenever any games dlc drops they're always like this is a great time to jump in no this yeah. is a fantastic time to jump into destiny like it, the amount of content you're getting from this drop is huge it's massive the campaign this is easily my my i haven't played the taken king in like what since destiny one that yeah. the campaign the taken king <laughs> i might say this might be their best campaign they've put out and even i have friends as well that haven't even played the game since it was free on a ps plus which means the Mars DLC and then whatever the other one was at that time. The two, the two poopy yeah. ones basically were out there. And so they haven't played Shadowkeep. They haven't played Forsaken, which is now gone. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. But they haven't played Beyond Light and they haven't played this. Plus all the stuff they added in just for the free version of the game. They haven't played yeah. any of that. So I was like, if you freaking download it, you don't even have to buy any of the DLCs. Well, I'll just we'll play whatever you can play. I don't care. You start mm-hmm. at 1350. Everybody does now. It took me not very long to get up to wherever I am now, like 1540. I say not very long, but I have just done nothing but play. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't take you very long if you don't do anything but play it for a week. You know what I mean? I I think think, uh, anybody should dive in for at least a week. And then Shadowkeep, I don't know if they're on sale now, Shadowkeep and Beyond Light at some point are are on sale or will go on sale for fairly cheap. And just freaking play those. And by the time you've played the crap out of those, this will be on sale. You can play this one. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm actually waiting for them. They're probably going to do like an ultimate bundle that's going to have Witch Queen, Shadow Keep, or Light. You know, you heard it here first if it happens. When this PlayStation Game Pass thing comes out, now that they're going to own Blind G, oh, they yeah. came off the Game Pass, and they're going to be I like, did, we got I did mention all that. of Destiny and did all the expansions that. right here. And then bada bing, bada boom, I spent $80 for no reason. But (laughs) (laughs) Um, awesome. Well, we are going to end out this podcast before I do. If you're still listening, he is at Tanner Hendon on Twitter. That is Tanner spelled the normal way. Hendon spelled (laughs) H-E-N-D-O-N. Tweet at him and just say, why do you hate Andrew so much? That's all you have to say. It's funny. Uh, Also, before we end this podcast out, remember... We are giving away this, this exact one that I'm holding in my hands. This Xbox Series S, um, it can be yours for the small price of $19.99. No, all you have to do is find us over on YouTube.com. And we are Log On Games Everywhere. You can subscribe to us on YouTube.com to get an entry. Or you can come join our Discord channel and be a part of our Discord community over there. Um, find some friends, play some games, and maybe win an Xbox Series S uh, in which we can, you can play even more games, find any more friends. I will say this about Xbox. The coolest thing that they have, not the coolest thing, but one of the features that they have on the Xbox that is, I think, overlooked and no one really talks about, even though a bunch of people use it, is basically their looking for game thing. So if you're a Destiny player, we're talking about Destiny. They have the app, and you can go on the fire, fire team section, and you can find people to play with. When you go on Xbox, and you go to a game, it has, like, the little game menu that has, like, you know, if they have DLCs or people's, like, the most popular video or screenshot from whatever. But there's also a place where you can go on there, and it's exactly, like, if you go to a looking for game website, you can just click on it. Has everybody that's doing everything that needs help, and you can just freaking join right there, and it's super easy and it's awesome for any game. Because I did it on Outriders a whole bunch. I've done it on Sea of Thieves. I did it on Destiny when it was on Game Pass. Super helpful. But I digress. Well, we want to thank everybody for listening again. New podcasts upload every Friday right here, um, wherever you want to watch us or listen to us. That we are there. Give us five star rating over on Apple Podcast or Spotify now. Share us with your friends. Do all that stuff. Um, but that's going to do it for us here. Before we go, any final thoughts from you, Andrew, before you leave? Are you going to play Destiny or Elden Ring more this next week? Uh, next week, I'm going to dive into Elden Ring a bit more. Um, but I'll, I'll still be uh, eating my bowl of Destiny, too. It depends. Maybe you won't beat the raid until like next Thursday. Maybe it's just too difficult. Boy, I'm going to have that raid beat Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have it beat on Monday. 
I'll be back. No, we definitely got a raid. We definitely need to. All righty. So that's going to do it for us here. We will be with you all again next Friday. Stay well, Guardians. Oh, let's break it.